Purdue lobs it to the other end. Zach Eady knocks it out of bounds, and the Purdue Boilermakers are the Big Ten Tournament Champions. That's the call yesterday, and Purdue is a number one seed. Final hour, fist pump time on the fan cam, Twitch, and YouTube. This is Sean, RJ, and Bobby on DFW Sports Station. Hopefully, you're still able to check us out during your kids' spring break. Purdue, Kansas, the armpit, and Alabama are your number one seeds. Get us set up for the madness, RJ Choppy. Oh, it will start on uh, tomorrow night. You're going to have some play-in games in Dayton. So you have two tomorrow uh, and then two more on Wednesday. And then, obviously, on Thursday, the real stuff gets going. Uh, The local teams, Texas is a 2C. There was an outside chance. I think some Longhorn fans think they should have gotten a a one seed. But uh, Alabama, Houston, Purdue, Kansas uh, getting uh, those one seeds. You know, you could argue that Texas could have gotten – uh, that last one, maybe over Kansas, considering they beat them twice in the last couple of weeks, uh, or maybe over Purdue. Uh, but in reality, those are the four best teams throughout the course of the year. Uh, Texas gets the two seed against Colgate. I think AM got job. They're the seventh seed. They'll play Texas in the second round if Chalk holds, and then Baylor uh, as a three seed. The Big 12, I do believe, um, was not given the benefit of, as being the greatest conference in the in the land, which they are. Uh, Oklahoma State not getting in, uh, considering that they had a higher Ken Palm, which is, you know, one of the best sites that you can use and one of the ones that the committee says they don't use, but everybody on the committee actually does use this one. They were higher than Penn State. They were higher than Miami. They were higher than Northwestern, higher than Providence, higher than Mississippi State, higher than Missouri, like, I, I just didn't understand what the committee was thinking. It was an NC State. I didn't understand what the committee was thinking in some of these. How do you approach college basketball with your Longhorns versus following the rest of it and tournament time? Uh, so, typically, I've, I've always followed college basketball a lot more closely than I have probably the last two or three years. Um, but I still obviously check in on the Longhorns and see what they're doing. And By the way, it looks like the Chris Beard Ole Miss hire is mm-hmm. happening. According to reports right now, oh, hide your kids, hide your wives in uh, in Ole Miss. Then, uh, no, I, I think that I, I try to keep up with Texas as best I can. So, like, I mean, I, I I like Marcus Carr. You know, I think Dylan Mitchell's really good. But outside of that, it's just basically tacitly keeping up with the Longhorns in the last couple of years. But Marcus Marcus Carr has been nuts lately. There's no load management there. Not like that's been the same for college basketball. But you're talking about a guy in the Big Twelve tournament. He played all 40 minutes in the first game, then I think 38 and 38 mm-hmm. the next two games. So that dude's a workhorse. And you fill out brackets? Yep, every year. Oh, okay. We're doing one. And Peyton, you've filled out how many? Three so far. I'm still thinking on the other seven, how I want to approach them. Three wow. out of ten he's filled out already. Treat, it, treats his brackets like his women. Yeah, <laughs> isn't that the foul? You just fill out one. Yeah, but then that one screws up and you're on to the next one. Well, I get 25, so I think if I go 10, that's that's less than, you know, what they're giving me. Yeah, he's trying to win, like, a million dollars. Yeah. He had a million dollars, and you have to pay per entry, or you get a total? The free. No, it's free. Yeah, on the ESPN app, it's free. Okay, so you get 10, you said? Yeah, so I'm just doing 10. I'm not going to do all 25. They give you 25, but I'm just doing 10. Okay, and will you have 10 different winners? No. No, a couple will be, you know, repeats, but... How Seven do you keep of track of what's different? 
Well, because each time a team loses, it gives you like you're in a percentile. So like you're either percentage is going to go up or down. So that's the bracket you kind of keep watching after the first round and stuff like that. All right, so we'll do a we'll do a show contest, uh, and then you know whoever finishes in last place, we'll come up with a little bet. Maybe the boss man Gavin Spittle uh, can uh, can come up with something. I always the- finish first. Not today, you don't. Yeah. Well, he arrived. He definitely didn't arrive maybe, first. Maybe he did. Maybe he, maybe he did. Uh-huh. Uh, so there it is with the madness. <laughs> 877-881-1053. Truckwreck.com. Text line as the brackets are all being printed out. I wonder if this is like tournament participation, bracket participation. Has it gone up or down? And I wonder if this is the least that the country has ever known about college basketball while still filling one out. That this, be, this era is. That would be my category. This era is. The, the era that we're currently in over the last, you know, 20 years or so, uh, it's been the least that the country has ever known about the sport. You know, obviously because kids go, they're one-and-dones. You don't fall the same way. You don't have – you don't see a team build itself uh, for three or four or five – you know, three or four years anymore. You just don't see that. Uh, you have a lot of one-and-dones. And, and every once in a while, you'll, you'll get a team that sticks around. You'll get a player – like Oscar Shibwe, who was the player of the year last year, decided to come back. Doesn't happen. Doesn't happen that often. Luca and Kyrie were out Saturday as the Mavs lost to the Grizzlies. That was a painful loss to go ahead and watch in the fourth quarter. Uh, they have a rematch tonight. Luca is out with the thigh. Kyrie is questionable with foot soreness. Kyrie did have an excused absence as he went back to Jersey to attend the funeral of a friend, but what's going on with the foot? Even with Luka and Kyrie out, while losing to Memphis, who of course did not have John Morant, Christian Wood, did you see this? How is this possible? This is 100% a done deal that Christian Wood is not back here unless he takes a ridiculously low contract. Christian Wood played 15 minutes is that, is that 15 minutes for by far your third most talented offensive player jason kidd explained why yeah you look at just the depth that we have with, with all the bigs we're trying to get them in the game and uh see who has the hot hand and uh you know right now with maxi back uh that's going to cut some of his minutes down um especially when we're healthy and so um that's just the way it is right now and it can change as we go forward all your bigs, Jason? All the bigs. Mark, Sorry, by the way, did looking Forrest, for some revenge today. Did Marquis Forrest play this game? No. No, he didn't. Did JaVale McGee? That's exactly <laughs> what I'm looking at. JaVale McGee did not play. Marquise Morris did not play. Maxie scored four points. And Bertans played seven minutes, scoring six points. Christian would have 14 points in 15 minutes. I know that everyone says he's horrible defensively. I just would have thought, in this game, in this game, you want to punish him? You want to make your statement when you have offense out there with Luka and Kyrie? Fine, I get it. But in this game, with both out, he played 15? 15 minutes. At least Jaden Hardy put up 22. Hey. Uh, get Jaden Hardy some run on the floor. Josh Green with 21. 15 minutes for Seawood. I mean, it just... It just wow. And, and what the a experiment. stubborn, stubborn man this guy is. Like, I, I really hope... That Christian Wood, that we find out, like, he skips practice. Like, he doesn't show up. I, I, I hope we find out something like, you know, that he 
is a, something that makes sense, right? He doesn't practice. He doesn't show up for games. He shows up late to game day. And he, he insubordinate, breaks team rules. Like, I really hope we find something like that out about him, right? Otherwise, it makes absolutely no sense that he is basically persona non grata around here. The that- Mavs, without him getting minutes, give up 124. They give up 120. It can either be mid-120, high-120. So I guess Jason Kidd's telling us it would be in the 130s or worse if Christian Wood was out there on the floor. It's not like you're giving up. It's not like you're giving up 1-110 with him out there. You're giving up 120 with him off of the floor defensively. I mean, this isn't working. Like, not just the Christian Wood thing. I mean, everything about the Mavericks recently isn't working. Uh, Like, what is it now? They are... They're the eighth seed. They're the eighth seed. So out of the... 20 teams total between both conferences that are are in the playoffs right now. The Mavericks have the the worst record over the last 10 games in the NBA. Wow. That's where they're at right now. Say that again. Over between the 20 teams that are currently in the playoffs between the Eastern and Western Conference over the last 10 games, the Mavericks have the worst record in the NBA. Wow. They're three and seven. And they're at 500 now. And if they lose tonight without Luka, potentially without Kyrie, we're talking about an under 500 basketball team after they looked like they were going to be in a position to make some noise right after the Kyrie trade. How about, I love this guy now. He's my new favorite, Dylan Brooks. I thought this was a fake quote. Dylan Brooks is the Memphis Grizzly who gets into it with Draymond. He's the new bad boy of the NBA. After it was announced that Luka will sit out Saturday's game, that he was going to miss the game, Dylan Brooks told reporters, quote, it goes to show that sometimes they ain't ready to come back to a physical game. Who is they? Um, that would be number 77. Players. Calling out Luka Doncic, saying he's too scared to return and face the Memphis Grizzlies. On October 22nd, uh, Luka had 32-10 and 10 in the Mavs. 41-point victory. you Luka Donovich. So, I don't know if Luka Donovich is too petrified after the, they won by uh, 41 in October, scoring 32 and 10. But Dylan Brooks, I love this guy. 14 points. I don't care about his game. He Just so you know, 14 points on the season, but he is the bad boy, and I love mm. it. By Go- the way, when it comes to physicality of the game, uh, over the last five seasons – that Luca's been in the NBA five seasons, Dylan Brooks six. During that time, Lucas played 70 more games than Dylan Brooks. So Has he? Yep. Yeah. It's a shame that they're finishing off uh the Grizzlies schedule right now. I'll have to look at the end of the schedule. I'm I'm gonna assume. Let's see. They've got him one more time after March twentieth. Okay. If Luca's back for that, I guarantee you. Well, Dylan Brooks is gonna try to get him suspended with one more tech. Luca. I, I love that Luca's petty about this stuff, too. He will not forget. And he will have words face-to-face with Dylan Brooks after he basically called Luca scared and a little chicken. Uh, the John Morant strip club photo was released. Gun Morant. From Shotgun Willies. Hey! John Morant spent over 50K on tips a few weeks ago. And the photo of this is just the entire floor is covered in green. <laughs> it's just green. That's it. And the entertainer, the female entertainer, was on Jaw's lap as he was sitting there shirtless in the club. Um, the owner of the club said he was respectful, sweet, did not drink. He's marvelous. 
Some of the girls, though, said they were absolutely terrified when he pulled out the gun in the VIP room. Yeah, um, but first of all, I, the Shotgun Willies does not sound like the name of a, of a gentleman's club, does it? Well, it's not like the one that you attended back in the day. What? Oh, Frank's Chicken House. Frank. Yeah, Frank's Chicken House. <laughs> in Manville. Manville, yeah, Manville. Good place. Good place. I, I, if I was a Jaws attorney, I would say that the strip club was, you know, they were Promoting. encouraging... They were promoting. Promoting weaponry. Promoting weaponry. That's exactly what they were doing. Yep. Yeah, exactly. people said the trucker.com text line. Shotgun Willies, you got to have a gun in a place like that. Got to have a gun, a gun you do. to get in. Now, it's like a saloon. Yeah. Now, did you hear Gilbert Arenas's <laughs> spin on this? No. Yeah, I've read. I started reading it. <laughs> you, you didn't appreciate it? He shares a photo of uh, the, the security shot of him with the, the dance on him. He says, can all the media outlets apologize to John Morant for the smear campaign they did by calling him a thug? This family man, hero, role model, franchise player, future face of the league, and now philanthropist. Here he is shown donating his money and time to a local historic place called Shotgun Willies that houses misguided females of the community. <laughs> future doctors and lawyers, right? That's what they are. That's, uh, that's, that's the old joke. Powerade has apparently pulled John Morant's marketing campaign. Um, all of his new ads have been wiped from the internet. So that's what's going around. John Morant, Powerade, the new face of the brand. Yeah. Not happening he'll right get a, now. He'll get a Smith & Wesson sponsorship. He'll be good. Their oh. largest marketing campaign in their history. Hey, listen, Powerade, I'm here for you. I'm free. I'm, re- I'm not free, but I'm available. I'm ready to go. <laughs> I am a Powerade drinker. I don't drink that other stuff. Okay, the stuff that starts with a G. Why? Why? Because I'm a Tennessee volunteer. And where was that other company, uh, where was that other drink made? Florida. University of Florida. Okay? I don't drink it. We don't drink it. They don't sell it on campus in Knoxville. All right? I will be your your spokesman of power. So you're not going to vote for DeSantis? Why? (laughs) Why wouldn't I? I don't know. Because he's Florida. Thank you, Peyton. 877. That's the state. I like the state. I don't like the uh, school. I'm yeah. going to write in Kyrie's <laughs> name. That's what I'm voting for. Write in Kyrie. <laughs> yeah. and thank you, Peyton. 877-881-1053. Truckwreck.com. Text time. We're going to cross talk with the KMC Masterpiece at 940. But look, you're talking about Kyrie, the Mavs struggles. Poll question that we didn't get to an hour ago. It blew up yesterday on my Twitter account. Micah doesn't seem thrilled about the Jalen Ramsey trade. Luca may lose Kyrie in a very short period of time. You're more worried about eventually losing Luca or Micah in a Metroplex, and a team has traded for the number one pick in the NFL draft. What does it all mean? The fallout after this. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Crosstalk with the KMC Masterpiece coming up at 940 here on Sean, RJ, and Bobby. It's DFW Sports Station 105.3 The Fan. So, Jalen Ramsey, we'll get to the poll question because Bassett just came in here during the commercial with a very, very uh, hot opinion. Jalen Ramsey to the Miami Dolphins, third-round pick and a third-round tight end. Did you scout this tight end? Hunter Long? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was a long time ago, though. Like, like, I didn't pay that close of attention to him. Well, I thought he was, like, 
drafted in 2021. No, but I'm saying like he was one of these guys that I didn't get deep on. I didn't get deep into the tight ends that year. Uh, mm. Third round. <laughs> third round. What do, you, what do you want me to say? <laughs> I hate you. Did you not do that on purpose? No, I, I didn't. Did just like, no, just like I, I didn't. That's why I laughed. I thought you did it on purpose. You usually get real deep in the tight ends. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. I, I love when Sean comes in and chimes in on it's it. It's like Friday when I didn't realize what I kept repeating. Whether you flex them, whether yeah. they line up tight. Uh, yeah, there you go. Um, spread, uh, spread offense. So, look, it's uh, it's man in motion. It's, it's uh, Jalen Ramsey for a third-round pick and tight end Hunter Long. And I was like, um, I would have done it for the Cowboys third and Hendershot or Ferguson. Some people pointed out, you know, there's about a 20-pick difference with what Miami gave up. Fair point. So maybe the Cowboys would have had to do a second-rounder. So a second-round pick and one of the tight ends and the money that you have to give Jalen Ramsey on top of it. But, look, we've had that discussion multiple times this morning. Micah responded with, man, basically, what WTF, never mind. Micah was not thrilled that Jalen Ramsey ended up in Miami, and then Tyreek Hill was trolling him. Man, stop your whining, stop crying. Um, practice is going to be fun based upon their Pro Bowl incident. And I was just wondering to myself, Micah does this repeatedly, and I don't mind it. He recruits these free agents or other players online. I love that. And then he continues to get disappointed and his heart broken when they never end up here. And I was just wondering. I put it out there on social media, at 1053SS. Y'all more worried about Micah or Luca eventually leaving the Metroplex? Luca by far. I, I don't think Micah's going anywhere. I think Micah is experiencing live the same life cycle that Cowboys fans experience, which is hope for the future and then realizing, oh, nope, it's always going to be the same thing. Nothing new, nothing different, and it's that same cycle. Did you see the the Cowboys free agency stages tweet that went viral this week? From, from Tom Downey. Stage one, Jerry says Cowboys could do something. Stage two, Cowboys clear cap. Stage three, people get excited. Stage four, big player linked to the Cowboys, and he puts in parentheses, you are here right now. Yeah. Uh, stage five, due diligence. Stage six, Cowboys don't get players. Stage seven, we like our guys. And then you just repeat the whole cycle again. And Mike is just discovering that as a player right now. <laughs> and he's discovering, oh, this is this is exactly how it plays out. This is the life cycle. So definitely more Luca concern for you with, with him leaving. What about you? Now, Bassett just came in and said, Micah, he he can't go anywhere. He's not going to go anywhere. You go through your contract, you get your fifth-year option, and then you can get franchise tagged two different times. I would counter Mike back and say, if you want to get out of any situation badly enough, you can, right? How many years was Deshaun in before he forced all this stuff out of out of Houston? Uh, 17, 18, 19, 20, 20 uh, like five, six, Okay. Like Okay, well, I, I, I wonder that you yeah. could force your way out. He, he could. Uh, he forced a lot of things at the end of his time <laughs> in Houston, apparently. Um, oh, I think Luca is the one I'm much more concerned with of losing. Uh, first of all, Micah plays for a team. It doesn't matter whether Micah plays edge rusher or linebacker. They're going to pay him $30 million because Jerry thinks linebacker and edge rusher is both <laughs> worth $30 million. He might pay him $60 million. I don't know. All right, so we have no concern over, like, Micah's extension. The only thing is, is that Luca has got the money, and the NBA salary structure makes it so that, like, 
you know, you, you always sign that you always sign that deal after like three years, which he did, and then that locks you. So he's got several years left of his deal. He could force his way out at any time, but in terms of like who I think is less likely to sign a free agent deal here, I would say Luca. Stan, Damon, and Cowboys uh twenty three six on Twitter all say Micah. Micah for sure. The Cowboys have not shown much flexibility in their practices. Mavs literally got one of the biggest free agents while the Cowboys have yet to land anyone. If I'm Mike and serious about winning, I'd leave the Cowboys in a heartbeat. Well, they did get Kyrie, but I don't know. I would, even though Adrian Wojnarowski and Chris Mannix on this show said they would favor Kyrie staying here, I would favor Kyrie leaving, probably. Um, Sign I don't know. and trade? Sure, but the sign and trade. I mean, I think that's why the Anthony Davis stuff came up with the Lakers. Yeah. So would Anthony Davis make Lucas stay here? The point is, yes, they got Kyrie, but Kyrie could be gone in a month or 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 two months. So does it really matter in terms of keeping him? But here's Nolan, Micah, um, Jay, Micah, uh, Matt. I guess Luca. Uh, Rob, Micah, I should have made this a poll question because it got a ton of responses, uh, including from Dutch. Make this a poll. I'm curious to see. Good idea. Derek Holland, the new radio guy. So just curious. Truckwreck.com text line if they're any different. 682, please leave the Cowboys. Micah, you deserve better. Coming from a Cowboys fan. Uh, looks like there's a, generally, I think the, the consensus is Luca, but we've also been worried about Luca now for like here in Dallas for what a year. Two years now of just, I mean, we've been oh worried. my gosh, they're not going to do enough to put around him. But I wonder if the the bigger question as things go along, if the Kyrie match doesn't work out, if they then try and get somebody else doesn't work out, is that eventually I wonder if the Mavericks just look at it and go, uh, maybe the problem is trying to find somebody to pair with him, to pair with Luka, and hmm. maybe we need to look at something else, one of these other stars, build around another star or try and figure something out there. Or just as they've done in the past, try and say, oh, let's go the Dirk route, and we'll just... Luca and a bunch of really good role players, and that that's the way you got to build them because he can't play with a second star. All right, so I was just wondering that. Uh, Micah, not thrilled that the Cowboys didn't get Jalen Ramsey. How will Luca end up feeling about the Kyrie deal? Will Kyrie play tonight against the Grizz with Luca out? Number one pick in the NFL draft has been traded for. The Carolina Panthers move from nine to one. Choppy, you and Bobby on opposite ends of this. Bobby thinks that Chicago got enough. You don't think they did. Look, I understand that, you know, they 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 need a wide receiver to pair with Justin Fields. If they buy – this obviously signifies that they, I think, believe in Justin Fields. Yep. Um, which, if, if they believe it, they watch him way more than any of us do. If they believe in him, fine, go for it. Uh, and it is a win, winnable division. I, I would have – thought that their route, considering they're probably a little bit further away from a championship than most, um, would have been get an extra pick instead of DJ Moore, maybe even trade down again. You know, get yourself a second first-round pick. I mean, you could make it maybe get two first-round wide receivers if you wanted to. David Uh, Hellman, sorry. And so, like, I would have thought that was the route to go to. If I'm Carolina, I'm giving up anything to get the quarterback. You know, like, that's it. The, the one thing is, though... And their owner, Tepper, has been after the quarterback forever. Right. Their one thing is that they probably would have had Levis or Richardson available to them by not moving, assuming nobody jumped them. Which 
seems to lend to the fact that they probably didn't want Levis or Richardson. They wanted somebody else. True. The internet says they're leaning towards C.J. Stroud. Uh, That is from the Panthers athletic reporter. The sense around the league, they're drafting C.J. Stroud. Todd McShay said he's heard a little buzz that they like Anthony Richardson. So there's also a report that Tepper and Reich like a different guy. That they 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 both like the same guy or that they just split on it? They split. They like different players. Which I saw that over on, on on the Twitters yesterday, which which that would scare me if I was a Panther fan. That they can't line up already. Right, they can't line up. Like if you're going to trade up and you're going to give a lot up, you would think you're line. Everybody's in lockstep. Right? This was interesting from uh, Peter King. Oh, that's why there's the rumor. I guess that they're not married to one and that they could move back again. Carolina's open. They put out they put out the message this weekend. We'll move back. Could you imagine we'll move if back they from trade one. up? To get to one, they gave up this year's one, next year's, and then DJ Moore plus extra. And they get a one back to move back down. Make Houston do it. And you still get a quarterback? That's, that just seems like you you unnecessarily moved around, though. But it also means like you basically, it means you would have gone, let's just say they go back to two. And he, let's say they go to three. Right? And, and that person at three gives them a, a one. Okay, to move up to one, which they probably would. They'd probably be in a two and a three, but but that you basically get up get from nine to two or three for DJ Moore. You know what I wonder is the rumors the whole time had been what Indy from four was going to be the one everybody thought would move up to number one. Like, does Reich still have people in that building that he understands? Like, oh, you can hold them hostage. You can get a lot for that pick. Peter King with an interesting Frank Reich note: seventeen years as a in. in in his 17 years as an NFL head or assistant coach, a grand total of six games were started by quarterbacks under 6'4". Wait, say that again? In his 17 years as an NFL head or assistant coach, six games were started by quarterbacks under 6'4". That's from Peter King. He likes those big boys. That's what he wants. But how is that possible with Kyler and Baker? A grand total of six games were started by quarterbacks under six foot four. For for Reich? But he didn't have Baker. Yeah. I thought this was just talking about like his time in the league. No, he's talking about his players that he's had on his team. His players. So Wentz. Yeah. Rivers. So this is basically a knock towards Bryce Young. Peter King's trying to say Frank Rung's. Frank Wright maybe wouldn't take Bryce Young because he's not familiar with the shorter quarterback. Five. Uh, I mean, maybe. Um, Sorry, I thought they were talking about throughout the league during no, no. his time. You know, it's who he's. Who CJ he's Stroud's had. under six four as well, yeah, though. Six three, so it's just right? Richardson and I think Levis. Yeah. Okay, but how tall is he? Six three. Six three. Okay, six three versus five ten. I know, but if it's if he's setting the six four mark, then that would seem to indicate like is King hinting more? He must like Levis or Richardson. It's a shot at Bryce Young. Man, Levis is a huge human being. My gosh. I have not seen. I've not, but he is, he looks like a linebacker. What do you think about the compensation? I think it's fine. It's historically exactly what most teams have gotten, especially if you talk about in a quarterback starved draft like this, or not quarterback starved, but one that's, there's not a, there's not like a, oh my gosh, this is a can't miss stud. This is a guy everybody's clamoring to trade up and get. I think it's pretty much in line with what people have gotten. You know, Chop mentioned earlier the Trey Lance trade and how they didn't get enough 
compared to what San Francisco gave up to get Trey Lance. If you, which I'm guessing you're not a, knowing you, Chop, I'm guessing you're not a fan of the trade value chart. Or you think it's silly. The old one? Just in general, the current yeah. one that gets used. Well, the, like the Jimmy one? No, no not the Jimmy. Yeah, the, the, the totaling up point values for each pick. I, I am a fan. I, I do. I am a fan, but that one's out obsolete, though. Nobody uses that one. No, the but Jimmy the current one. values, not yeah. the ones that he. So the Bears, so, so, the, the first pick is worth 3,000 points. They got back 2720 from the Panthers and DJ Moore. The Dolphins gave up 2200 in the Lance trade. The 49ers sent back 2152. So there's a discrepancy plus DJ Moore going to the Bears. So you get a Pro Bowl receiver and a similar yeah. discrepancy, whereas the 49ers just sent back a discrepancy, and it was still less than the pick was worth. So to me, I think Bears got better value than the 49ers did or, or, or than the Dolphins did when they traded for out of yeah. that pick for the, Trey Lance. The, the other issue is like the, the pick – the pick holds value, but the pl- you know the position you're trading for also does, right? If you're trading for a quarterback, I'm going to hold you a little bit more hostage. Let's cross talk with the KMC masterpiece to close out the Monday edition of Sean and RJ Neck. It is now time for cross talk with the KMC masterpiece, or is it? No, Kevin Hagman, Corey Majors, welcome back from vacation. Is Kevin out for the week? Oh, I uh, know. Because we don't take weeks off of this show. We only take days off. Oh. All right? They don't allow us to. Somehow yeah. we have vacation, but they dictate when our vacation is. Mike. Have you been rejected on a vacation request? Well, this week. They're like, you and Kevin can't take off at the same time. I'm like, all right. I'll be in here for four days. Let's yeah. see how that goes. Kevin will be back <laughs> on Friday. It's. I hope it goes well, Mike. Uh, it, Friday. Uh, we're, at we're at RJ, RJ Dukes, Dukes. Yeah. in Frisco. Big uh, card shop. Uh, we've been there before. It's really fun. They were out at the Dallas Card Show this weekend. They're usually in the back left corner. A whole bunch of packs to buy. They they bring the boxes and the packs to buy. But they got individual cards there at their shop. Yeah, that'll be uh, Friday in McKinney where Kevin and I will be talking baseball uh, McKinney, cards. that's right. Baseball. Not Frisco. Right. I just know it's way, way out there. Every, every. Everywhere's here. Not that far. 100,000 watts, everything. Everywhere's yeah. here. It's Every, really everywhere. not Plano. It's just past Plano. I know this was stupid. I was out in Grapevine this weekend for baseball, and I could see downtown Dallas from a really long way away. By the way, the wind is about 87 miles an hour in Grapevine. At the in, lake. When yeah. you're on that lake, you're on that oh one field my by Grapevine God. Lake, man, nothing's stopping it. Uh, but I looked, and I was like, I wonder like when somebody looked at something, I obviously couldn't see that far, and they say that we ride horses here. Mm-hmm. How long would it take on a horse to get back to downtown Dallas from Grapevine? 19 miles. Yeah. It's only it's 19, 19 miles from downtown so Dallas like, to Grapevine? Uh, yes, yeah, so like Main Street and Grapevine. I was, I was looking this up for Sean the other day to, to the studio Yeah, my, part of my housing search. So from Are so you leaving? It's 19. East Dallas? Uh, yeah. It's probably less uh, than the AAC. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> well, a horse might can run about 55 miles an hour. So I know it's not going to be like a straight line speed. So let's wait. Say a it's horse a, can run fifty miles an hour. What it says right that's here, not according max to Doc Brown. 50? That's what no, it says. In, max in, in speed. In Back to the Future Three, they said you'll never get above forty. Dude, with that, a horse. How fast are they going 90s. in the Kentucky Derby? I don't, I'm they, assuming fifty-five miles an hour based on this. Fact I wonder I if they can you. run that fast without a. I don't know. Do they run faster with a jockey on them, or do they run faster free? The average top you speed run is twenty-five to thirty. So 25 to 30 miles an hour is the average top speed. Aren't they getting smacked in the hind area? They're not getting smacked in the head. Yeah. Don't be so literal. Do you ever, <laughs> do you ever like, feel bad for the horse when it's getting spanked like that? The what? Uh, Not really. I feel bad for them when they break a leg and they blow their head off because <laughs> they they broke a leg. They but do, They do do that. 
But I guess I have to. So we'll see how this week goes. The horse. <laughs> what did you do on vacation? Uh, n- nothing. Like I got dental work done, and I went to go see one of our clients out at Platinum Chevy. Got to meet Stephen Gilchrist again. Uh, was say the hi client? to him. Uh, Platinum Chevy. Yeah, that was Gilchrist uh, Promise. Yeah, it was the Gilchrist Promise. They were making sure, and so just kind of hung around with the kids and getting the pool ready for summertime. Like that's pretty much it right now. Oh, very nice. Oh, yeah. Can't wait. We got Great Wolf Lodge this weekend. Wait. Oh, yeah, I did so it again. Fun. You're going to there, huh? Yeah. So Money bags. My possibilities every year has their gala, and they have their uh, auction items and stuff like that. So I was there, and I got one of the silent auction items, mm-hmm. and I got the Great Wolf Lodge thing that for sounds, cheaper than I wanted sounds to. Sounds a little fishy mm-hmm. to me. It sounds like you're, uh, you're dipping into the funds there. Great Wolf Lodge, uh-huh. the my possibilities from the- It was an auction item. Mm-hmm. It was just it's uh just like any of our auction items. It's uh, uh, it was interesting you called it a gala not a gala. What is the uh, so I, I, I call it a gala too. What is the decision that goes in there that call it a gala versus gala? Did you get your th- Pull two through my possibilities. Oh, no, wow. we bought that house <laughs> okay. in a upmarket. It was terrible. Here's a great <laughs> wolf lodge. Way too much for that house. <laughs> or an indoor pool situation at different hotels. How many times do they drain the water? Say we have to get rid of all this because so much kid urine has gone into this thing that we have to start over. Chlorine, no? And filters. But the piece, I feel like the pee is still in there. That's the. Do you? Will you go in a water park like a? I do go to. Uh, I call it Wet and Wild still, but what is it? Yeah, Hurricane exactly. Harbor. Hurricane Harbor. Yeah, I, wet and wild too. I haven't gone there in a while. But I, for some reason, the indoor thing, because there's so much humidity that stays in there, oh, that I'm just be. like, yeah, musty. I just wonder how they, do they, the little wave pool that they have, yeah. like, do they, like, once a month, like, let's throw this through the drains, get rid of this water, and start over, because after a month, there's enough yeah. kid yeah. urine in there that we have to start over. I, I live, uh, I live right by uh, Hawaiian Falls, Sean. Wow. wow. <laughs> I've got to drive right by it every day. Um... They have, like, it's empty now. All the water's empty. Okay. Like, it's completely drained in the wintertime. Do your kids pee in your pool? What? Uh, you know, I've kind of trained them to get out. I have Hold a little that. spot, a little dead grass spot behind the corner. So they get out. They get out. Okay. Even the girls. Even, I make the girls get out. Uh, yeah, the yeah. The girls come over. I get out. Go, go pee in the corner there. Okay. A little, a little muddy because all the urine that you got to step in. Yeah. <laughs> and they get back And in it has to be in a shaded in. area, right? Because there has to be, to be yeah. you know, where you feel blocked off, where no, nobody because, can see you pee. Because now I'm, you know, the, the home of the two and three-year-old, you know, pool parties. Yeah. My pool had to be drained because no matter what, it was like it would it would turn green after Saturdays. And it just had to be, the water had to be recycled out because all the, all the, kids peeing them it doesn't hose. have to be that it's also the sunscreen that these kids are wearing yeah. everything it goes into the filter how and then you, if you, you had, don't backwash your, your filter you had a pool? i've had it for a year now okay well then be quiet i have plenty <laughs> of i have lots of pool experts around me and that's what that's what, what? i've learned so far but sean where, probably we, had a lot of kids where are we moving to grapevine i got a third my wife grapevine's is, a beautiful area my wife way. is yeah. very frustrated i just have a 30 minute radius around the station oh you got you got, i can you go grapevine i can go sunnyvale with dawson I've been interested in Plano. Go Flower Mound. I got some good areas in Plano. Flower Mound. Oh, man, you must love traffic in Plano. You're like, man, I really like to go where there's the most traffic. Well, 4 a.m., there's no traffic. True. traffic. 4 a.m., 5 a.m., and then going home at 10.30. If you're you're looking at 30 minutes, we could easily find you a house. I thought you were looking at, like, 10. I got here once. I was late. You can't get anything. And interest rates right now, Sean. Fantastic. Great time. Great interest rates. Great time. (laughs) I got here in 15 minutes that, from my house in Plano once. Shut up, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Filling in on your show. 
<laughs> yeah. No, I was late. Places when I, I was I slept in, and Kevin was like, where are you? And I was like, oh, crap. Oh, you're in the Bobby And plan. so I drove in All pretty right. quickly, but there was nobody Bob on the road. Bob was late today. Are you going to be a public school family or a private school? Um, I'm not. That's where he lives. I'm not opposed. Yeah. I'm not paying some crazy price for the house and then paying for school. Yeah. So it's got to come. It's got to come with it. Depends on where you are. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean my nephew-in-law, he just got accepted. I'm not going to say the name of the school. My wife told me it was like 20K a year, high school. Oh, yeah. We pay more than that. 20K a year. You pay more than that. Yeah. I mean, there's schools that are close to 40 now a year for high school. What, here? Oh, yeah. At least. Wow. Off the top of my head, I can think of four. Yeah, I'm probably going to go public. I'm thinking <laughs> I'm thinking close to 40 is St. Mark's, uh, ESD. Probably Sandler School. Uh, Parish. Green Hill. Yeah. Green Hill is yeah. over 30, I think. Or Jesuit. At, but Jesuits, on, Jesuits around 25. Wow. This is insanity. Now, I don't don't expect you to answer this question. And you're paying property tax for schools on top of that. Right. I mean, the thing is, you have, like, let's just say you feel like- 100 to 150 kids per class, where if you go to Plano, it's going to be 1,200 kids per class. Like, I mean, there's certain things. How many per class? How many are, are there? About twelve, over 1,000 per class in Plano. Oh, okay. I thought you meant, like, the mm. classroom. No, no, no. Oh, in the, the classroom, grade, you're, you're the probably grade. getting 40 in a class, where, like, okay. if you go to private 40. school- you could have like ten kids in a class. I don't know how you would answer this any other way, but do you feel like it definitely has been worth it? I mean, your girl's going to freaking Ivy League school. Well, that's- she's going to UT. She's decided. So Bobby Bell. Oh, never mind. Sounds like she's going to yeah, UT. Yeah, Texas. But because she's uh, Did you go to valedictorian, no. it's free her first year. So you didn't go to Tech either, though. So I would say that it just it just matters. I think there's I think I think there's hundreds of great public ISDs. With, yeah. But, D, I mean, nothing against Dallas. DISD's very tough. Yeah. You're, you're running, I don't know how many schools, over 100 schools when you include elementary, and, and for one ISD, that's that's close to impossible to, to make it pretty good. So was traffic lighter today because of spring break? Yep. And was your kids' spring break last week? Yeah, my kids were last week. Okay. So that's why I was just kind of hanging out with them all last week. But and it was lighter out, right? It was great this morning i flew into work i mean i, I don't think yeah. i slowed down one time really yeah and i'm i am in south south of downtown dallas so it's very easy when dallas schools are out it cuts down traffic tremendously what's on the show man i'm looking at private schools right now and trying to figure out how i can not afford that that's insane yeah man that is crazy how much does jason kidd contribute to the losses for the mavericks whenever these close games are going on at 10 20 mike bassick yeah gives you all the breakdown 15 minutes for christian wood when you don't have luke and Kyrie, right but i mean look there's they they don't the players don't like him the coaches don't like him the league hates his agent i've said this on the air i'll say it again christian wood if you're listening there's a lot of things you need to clean up one thing is you got to get rid of those two guys that are your agents they have nasir little and him nasir little got a bad contract and most agents are like hey look uh nobody wants to deal with this guy and his brother, they're horrible. That's why they only have two NBA clients. So then you're dealing with that. Not only does Christian Wood have his issues being on a basketball team and contributing and being a liked player on the team. The guys don't then, like him? From what I understand, no. Uh, and so then you have to deal with your two 
guys that are agents, nobody like, like literally all 30 general managers are like, don't want to deal with them. And luckily we don't have to, he only, they only have two NBA clients left on their list. They're pretty much have like, let's say 20 European guys and not from Europe, maybe like American guys that are playing overseas. So it's, it's a, it's an S show with Dallas. I mean, we'll talk about, you know, this was the first time you have to deal with the Kyrie situation. He didn't feel like playing, so you have to deal with that and just say, hey, it's it's cool. If you don't want to play tonight, you don't have to play you tonight. You think it was more that than this or this right foot thing? Yeah. Didn't he go to a funeral? Like, there's a personal issue, and he yeah. personally was like, look, I just emotionally don't feel like playing. If you read the book about the Brooklyn Nets that was a few years ago with a lot of Spencer Dinwiddie in it, you get to learn a lot about him and Kyrie and DeAndre Jordan and and Kevin Durant, and you get to learn about their organization. These are things that come with Kyrie. If he doesn't feel like playing because there's an issue, uh, whether it's in society, in his personal life, like you just have to let him have the freedom. Do you want to play tonight or not? Corey, you filling out any brackets? Where are they? Y'all got a bracket for me? No. I mean, there, there's a website. You can just go print one out. You hit make copy. Make no, I got my I got my copy right Car- here. Carter's a big college guy. Do you usually, so he'll have brackets. Do you for usually it. fill them out? Yeah, every year. What I usually do, I have a I have a strategy. I go in and I I look at uh at, at standings and numbers and all that crap, and then I pick my teams. What a great strategy! It's amazing. That's brilliant. I pick by mascot. Just with my kids now, I'm done doing it. I used to do it, obviously, in baseball. There's a big bracket thing. Like, it's fun. In the major leagues, they'll start getting to the point where you get down to the Sweet 16, and they'll be like, all right, uh, 16 guys, you can share if you want, but it's $10,000 a team. Pick out of the hat. If your team wins, you get $150,000. If your team uh, is in the championship game, you get your 10K back. Wow. Different world. Yeah, what do you do? I mean, we were at spring training one year when Elvis was in charge of the money. And he had all these envelopes, and he was passing them around, and we were like, "What is? It'll be like fifty dollars to fill out a bracket." But once you get to the Sweet Everybody. Sixteen, the richer guys will be like, "Let's let's have some fun here. Like let's 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 put in ten k." And and sometimes it won't go by just the team you choose. Sometimes it'll go by to make it more fair. If you do get, I don't know who an upset team would be this year, but you get St. Mary's. I know they're a five seed, yeah, but sometimes they'll just give you the spread. So they're like, "All right, St. Mary's is playing whoever." It's St. Mary's plus four and a half. If St. Mary's covers, you actually pick up that team. So sometimes it won't be just because you chose Houston or Kansas and got lucky. So All right, we're back tomorrow morning. Mavs stars, David Hellman in studio, 8 o'clock hour. He'll be on the Get Right tonight and another Dave Matthews ticket giveaway during the Expressway. KMC next on The Fan.